Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. may be made full, complete, whole, perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. You see, this oneness that Jesus prayed for and then made possible through his death and resurrection is the solution to our need for belonging. Do you long to know you are part of something greater? Pastor Robert shares how oneness can be found in the family of Christ in his message today. You are part of something so much bigger. You belong to the body of believers who will share eternity with the Heavenly Father. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. In John, chapter 17, Jesus prayed for us, and in his prayer, we find the key to understanding more fully the plan for our fulfillment. Let me, let me read part of it to you. John chapter 17, beginning at verse 15, Jesus said, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They're not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. Sanctify them. In other words, set them apart by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. What's he saying? That we would live by the truth, that we would live by the word, not by what we think we know or what the world tells us or even what the church tells us, but what the Bible tells us, what the word of God tells us. And he goes on. He says, I don't pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their words. So now he's praying for you and me. He's making it clear that he's talking about those of us who would come after, verse 21, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I've given them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect. And the idea there is completeness. They may be made full, complete, whole, perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. You see, this oneness that Jesus prayed for and then made possible through his death and resurrection is the solution 
to our need for belonging. I have family, family members, individual family members for whom I have great affection, but I don't share the connection with them that I have with some of you. I mean, we, yeah, we share some of the same DNA, but you and I are being made one by God at the very core of our being. It's fascinating to me. I, I have met Christians in other countries that I quickly made a deeper bond with than I have with some of my own family. I remember the, the first time I ever went to Israel, we were, it was daylight. We went out, we were staying at a, a little kibbutz on the Sea of Galilee, and a couple of the guys wanted to go out on the dock and watch the sun come up over the Sea of Galilee and have a time of worship. So a group of us went, and we're standing out there on the end of this pier, and um, we're all sleepy, you know, sun's coming up, and we're singing one of the, I don't even remember what it was, but it was just one of the really old choruses, you know, nobody was playing an instrument, somebody just started singing this old worship chorus, and then we hear a group of voices behind us. And they were, gosh, at least as far as from here to the back door of the sanctuary, away from us. But it was a, it was a group of Japanese Christians. And they were singing the same worship chorus because they recognized the melody, but in Japanese. And we connected with them and hung out and just over breakfast that day and dinner that night. And then we went our, our separate ways. But there was a connection, it was, and it was real. It was, it was significant. And there was the awareness that one day we're going to do this around the throne at the feet of Jesus. Language won't matter. It won't get in the way. We're being made one. Paul talked about it when he wrote to the Ephesian church. To me, it's one of the incredible mysteries of the New Testament. Beautiful mysteries that Paul writes about. Beginning at verse 14 of Ephesians chapter 2, and he's, he's writing to them about the separation between Jew and non-Jew. The, the Jews were, you know, originally given the testimony of God. They received from God the revelation about who He is and what His plans are. And, and so, Paul says, he himself is our peace. Talking about Jesus. Jesus himself is our peace, who has made both one, Jew and non-Jew. He's made them one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off and to those who were near. For through him we both have access by one spirit 
to the Father. Now, therefore, you're no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the spirit. Do you understand what Paul is saying right there? God is building us together into a dwelling place, a temple, a dwelling place for the spirit of God. He's making you one. Now he he changes it up a little bit in Ephesians chapter 5. We're not going to go there, but he's, he starts talking about marriage and the beauty of husband and wife becoming one new, you know, one flesh. And, and, and then at the end of it all, he, he says, but actually, I'm not talking about husband and wife. I'm talking about Christ and the church. This beautiful thing that he, that he writes about, the fact that you and I who sincerely follow Jesus and seek to do the will of our Father are being joined together in a way that those who don't know Jesus can't experience. They cannot have that. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead gives life to our mortal bodies, and and, and he fits us together at the level of the Spirit into a dwelling place for Almighty God. And, 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 of course, we don't always see this clearly because not everybody who calls themselves a Christian is actually in Christ. They're not actually part of the building. They're not actually part of the body. They're actually becoming one with us. And see, here's the thing. If you're not truly in Christ, if the spirit of the living God doesn't live inside you, well then, you're still longing for that fulfillment, the fulfillment of your need to belong. You don't quite fit in with the fanatics who are just crazy for Jesus. You see, we're crazy for Jesus because he's given us what you're still searching for. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.